0: <laughs>
1: Let me get we that ready? yeah. Hey, welcome to Podcastville, cocksuckers. The church is brought to you by MeUndies. MeUndies makes you feel good. Undies your butt will be proud to wear. MeUndies, the best underwear you could get. Why? Because they're soft. They're made with Modal. And when you are sweating stuff, they keep everything nice and cool. What I'm going to do is this. I'm going to get you 20% off the best and softest underwear and socks you will ever own with free shipping and a 100% money back guarantee. That's MeUndies.com slash Joey. MeUndies.com slash Joey. Listen, the holidays are coming. You want to look good? You want to go to grandma's with nice clean underwear on? Go to MeUndies.com right now slash Joey and get 20% off. This podcast is also brought to you by, you ready for this one? The best... Blue Apron, choose from a variety of new recipes each week or let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year. Blue Apron is the number one fresh ingredient and recipe, delivery service in the country, period. Do you follow me? Period. Why? Because cooking together builds strong family bonds. Research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times often. This month's menus, listen to this. A seared chicken, a beautiful shrimp pesto fettuccine, and black bean and cheese tortas. Oh, fuck. You want to eat those? This is how you do it. Check out the menu. Go to me on the uh, Blue Apron. Go to blueapron.com slash Joey. I'm going to get you $30 off your first meal with free shipping by going to blueapron.com slash Joey. You're going to feel good because it tastes good. It's delicious. And the best thing is. You get to cook in front of your family like a chef of the future. Go to blueapron.com right now. Kick that mule, Lee. I'm taking you deep in the murky waters with Sabbath. Because it's that time of the week. When it comes to Sabbath, this is one of my favorite fucking songs of all time. Off of the Sabotage album. The second album I bought from Black Sabbath. On the walk home on Burger Avenue. Kick this mule Lee. We ain't got time to fuck around. Leo Bon is here tonight. Oh shit. <coughs> 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 you tell me oh shit are you fucking kidding me or what that's the way to kick off a fucking monday morning bitches who the fuck is gonna stop you welcome to the church of what's happening mom my little brother theo von and my fucking favorite christ killer of all time lee syatt on the fucking drums i hope you had a great fucking weekend it's fourth down two yards you're ready to fucking score no more fucking around the rest of the year Theo Vaughn, I had to blow a fucking smoke cloud out of respect out of so bright, I appreciate that, man. You it's great grown. to be look here. At you. You made the move. You're fucking a new man. You look good. I'm Your an material's adult. on fire. My dick is fresh, You're bro. You're killing these fucking people, and you still got no broad on the side. nuh You don't want no broad. You're on a fucking mission from Lucifer. Mm-mm. Not like our friend over here. He don't give a fuck. He's got a girlfriend. He wants to. Yes. He's ready to go in the dungeon. Oh, he's too much
2: from owning a George Foreman grill. And oh no, end. no, he's all done. He's all done. No, oh, he's, he's got done. The box. He went to the bug festival this weekend.
3: Oh, did it you really? It never ends.
1: It never ends.
3: It's not a festival. It's it's a it's a
1: <laughs> fundraiser for a rescue. But you get yeah. any autographs or what? They no, put this. Ho- they put Halloween costumes. Oh, on the I did not put on. a Halloween
3: costume on. Oh you know man, what I'm you
1: see, I got to live with. Yeah. Well, I try. He's it's like my being a straight brother. gay guy, bro. He's my little brother. I got to accept him. What am I going to do? You know what I'm saying? Thank
3: you. I appreciate
2: it. <laughs> He's a beautiful animal. One of my 70 favorite people right there, Lee Syed. Yeah. The top
1: 70 people on People Magazine? That's yeah. your favorite? Lee Syed's yeah, a bad <laughs> motherfucker. One of my favorite 70 people, dead or alive, dude. I don't, I don't think I know 70 people. Yeah, you well, do. Yeah. Every fucking body who dies, they always make 250 mass cards for you. Did you know that? Did really? Yeah, because everybody on the average knows 250 fucking people. That's why in business you have to be nice to everybody. Because wow. everybody knows two hundred and fifty people. Hmm. At least. Not Twitter, not Facebook. Right. You're in you've been in contact with two hundred and fifty people. If you die by the age of fifty, between classmates, high school mates, college mates, people at your job over twenty five, thirty fucking years, that's the average. Wow. A lot of people don't know that. You learn that when you buy telemarketing in the seventies. That book helped me in more ways than one. <laughs> Sell marketing in the seven. If you want to sell, you got. That's what you fucking sell. Yeah, you're selling generations. So let's say you sell fucking uh, vacuums, and you're serious about mm-hmm. it. What you hope is that Lee becomes your goomba, and Lee's son buys your vacuums. Lee's daughter buys mm-hmm. your vacuums. Lee's wife, you know, is his oh, sister. Want-
2: fifth generation on them yeah, cumes that's yeah that's what
1: you do that's what a good fucking salesman does you know it's yeah. so weird
2: you're at the christening you're doing everything you Every, in are the back.
1: yeah you, dude
2: i'll tell you this my sister used to be a uh, exotic dancer right she used to be in the fucking where uh louisiana kind of certain areas that's you know a tough living yeah it's a tough area especially out there and i she actually learned to dance and i remember this is wild but she learned to dance in a like a, it was like a trailer right like a, it was like a, you know, exotic place. It was a trailer, but the stage wasn't very high, and the, the stage was too high in the trailer, so this the dancers had to crouch and strip at the and dance at the same time, dude. So if you were over like five four, you had to like duck and look sexy, and that's hard to do, man. Think about that. I've never had to think about that because I'd be fine in that trail. Oh yeah, you'd be good, bro. Oh, you'd be the fucking you'd be the dessert dancer, bro. They would bring you out with the fucking with the creme brulee, man. The ah, fucking Lee would take the stage like a fucking Thanksgiving
1: so, treat. How many how many creme brulees do you think Lee would dance? So. Oh. Uh, that motherfucker came out every hour on the hour dude. at least eight at least eight, eight. an hour
3: i would sell eight every 15 minutes but there's
1: only tell. so many people in the building but yeah, it's a the, very small club let dude. me ask you this yeah but if how
3: they're was, coming to this club and to see me they like dessert
2: how long <laughs> <is your assistant laughs> exotic for? she was probably out there for i guess about eight years Were you mad at her?
3: Eight. Wait, eight years in the trailer
2: Oh no, she just started there. She then she went into uh, buildings that were zoned correctly and everything, you know. <laughs> with so that she and shit she like could that. stretch out, you know. Did you get mad at her all those years? Were you upset with her? Let me think, man. We weren't really close growing up. I mean always I was, actually you know Older what? than you or younger than you? Younger than me. Okay, yeah. So you were upset. I mean I was uh... well the crazy part was honestly, we look alike. So I would see dudes sometimes looking at me like weirdly, like around at, when I was out at lunch and shit, you know. And they she were like, a, "Do she I has know you?" <laughs> 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 yeah, she got a fucking goatee. Dude. Fucking hilarious. <laughs> but uh, but so I guess that if we wouldn't have looked alike, it might have it might have not been so wild to me. But you know what, dude? She didn't have, you know, she was missing some elements growing up and. You know, I, I respect the, I respect any women if they are out there in those type of environments because that's a hard environment, and the, you know, because otherwise, if you're not doing that, what what are you doing then? You know, if you're at that envi- if you're at that doorstep where you are, you know, where you're looking for an occupation, but you're if you're not doing that, you're probably up to some dark art,
1: you know. Sorry about that. You're
0: the <laughs> <laughs> what little
2: the little fuck, up. bro?
1: I hear music that's
2: I hear a yeah that's Joey's ringtone it's like Elvis for the holidays bro <laughs> oh my you want some fucking Memphis email list, bro
1: I don't fucking know
2: what anymore. kind of did you go to that strip club in in the trailer? I mean I'd been I mean I'd been over there before but I didn't you know, I, I wouldn't go there with my sister. Well no, I I would hope not, but I can't even imagine. like is it just like a like a construction trailer that they just put a little stage in and a couple folding chairs? I mean, I don't think that they had, you know, a long I don't know if they what their long term business model was, you know. <laughs> I mean I'll say that. But they you know, it was good. It was a small town place, you know, and people were enjoying themselves and uh but, yeah, I mean, I'll, I mean, I love my sister. She's the best, you know? I mean, I would. I mean, she's a fucking G, man. She's a fucking G. You know, she's she's real as they get. It's crazy because. But what were we talking about? What were we talking about?
1: Squatting the trailer. But even got into this conversation. No, you know? no, it's just weird that. Did she ever go to a big city and dance? Or did she keep it like Shreveport?
2: I mean, I think she, you know, nothing real crazy, I don't think. I mean, we weren't that close at a lot of that time. Is she married now?
1: No. Still Not single. Married. Still single.
2: Ready to um, mingle. Ready to mingle. Cool chick, though. Kids? No kids.
1: Look, she kept it together, man. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm saying. That's, that's all, Listen, you're 22, right? You're 22. You got nothing going on. I mean, what are your fucking options? You're going to go work at a vet yeah, or a daycare for $8 an hour or whatever. As a young girl, I mean, you know, and I have a daughter. How I, I, I would it feel if she came to me and said, look, I don't want to go to fucking college? But I got an answer. I'm gonna go strip for five years, for four years. The four years I could have been in college. I'm gonna go strip. But you're not that intelligent to grasp it at that time. Right. The girls that go into that go into that, and I'm not talking on that line here because they were missing something. Yeah. For the first time, somebody paid attention to them. Yeah. So. Oh yeah, she
2: was abused. She had like this, this violent kind of black boyfriend she dated and that abused. And I think that's what
1: got her into it you know know, it's just uh you don't give a fuck about yourself but think about it With, with, with you with what you know now yeah the knowledge you have now if you were fucking an 18 year old chick your tits were hot you got a nice little ass all these guys are torturing you all the time they're fucking broke you know, I mean, yeah, as a woman, you go, you know what? I wasn't raised to do this. Yeah. But it's 2000 fucking 17. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go to Subway and be surrounded by stiffs or some, sa- you know. Dudes jerking off over yeah, there yeah, anyway. Yeah. So, They caught the- two dudes jerking off by our
2: Subway. At really? least, yeah. There was something about it. I think it was just, I don't know, it could have been the air freshener or something they used in it. Literally, the Subway fucking made you feel erect, bro. I think it they had, had one
1: that. of those lavender air things in the back. And bathroom. I'm not making fun of Subway employees. I always tell Nuh-uh. Lee that the fucking—my biggest fear is when you walk into Subway, like, who I thought I was going to turn out to be, mm-hmm. honest to God, and I didn't want this. You ever go to the Subway and everybody's 22, mm-hmm. but then there's one guy that's 50 with a ponytail? That was you? And he's, he's got an earring, and he's still, he's still cool. Mm-hmm. Like, he's still fighting the fucking cool. It yeah. don't matter that he lives in an apartment with eight dudes, and Whatever. when he got home the other night, they were listening to Aqualung, and it doesn't matter. What matters is that he went to see Guns N' Roses, you know, uh, two weeks ago. Right. And, uh, this is what's going on. And he's living his life. Yeah, he's living his life, but he didn't really look at the other part of your life. He didn't look at it ladder when life moves fucking fast, and you're still talking about some fucking band. Yeah. When everybody else your age... Is growing up. Is growing the fuck up. You know, it's, it's kind of a weird... I was always scared to be that guy. That mm. petrified me, Lee. Well, I, don't, I mean...
3: Don't you think it would take like a very specific kind of person to be a, be, be like be a stripper and not get affected by it? Because you're talking like, oh, it'd be great. Two out of fucking ten, right?
1: The right. percentages. Two out of ten, if you make an educated guess. Yeah, I went to a strip club a year ago, nine months ago. I get bored. I'm like any other fucking guy. You, you yeah. I'm home one night. It's ten fifteen. Everybody's fucking sleeping. Yeah. Everybody's asleep in my house at ten fifteen. Like out. Yeah, like I can't even fucking p- pudge somebody. Then you know, I, I I tried to wake my wife up to give me the tin, the pin to iTunes so I could order the fucking phone. She told me to go fuck myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Everybody's out in my fucking house at fucking ten fifteen. Yeah. So I go, let me go to yum yum donuts. And then you're a fat fuck. You just sit at the donut stand waiting for the By world. By yourself? Oh, yeah. God. I said, fuck it. I got right? a lot of home other trans dressed items. If up, you man. stay on Kofax and go up to like Victory and make a left, there's a strip club and I went in there and I made an observation you know you're just sitting there looking at pussy and tits and it's phenomenal <laughs> I'm not gonna say that you, you know, I didn't like it or it was dirty yeah first off the strip club is always empty yeah I mean you can't believe how empty it is like bone dry like there's four fucking guys sitting there drinking water cause it's nude and you drink water like they're showing they're showing photos of people that were in there earlier in the day yeah. that's like, how I man, empty you it. missed it there was four <laughs> people in here and I, you know, you talk to different girls. There was one girl I talked to that her boyfriend comes to comedy shows. She comes with him all the time. Oh wow! And there was another girl that her boyfriend was a fucking fan of the podcast, and and uh, you know the whole, you know, you you have all these girls that are in there that talk to you. Yeah. And I looked at them, and I'm like, look at that girl. She's 18. There was one girl I was 20. You know, I give her the whole bank account. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you look at her and go, you. you you give it a whole bank account like listen just come home with me go get your clothes i'm gonna throw my wife out when we get home <laughs> yeah i'm right. sure and for some dudes they would do that and they you would know? do that And then you have the girls with are 42 man that yeah they're out there banging it they're eating grapefruit juice and jumping and yeah and fucking uh you know and you got to give them heart like you sit there and go well, i know what she's going through yeah i don't want to pick the 20 year old because she's going to feel bad but if i pick the 20 year old you right know, the 20 year old will glob all over you and suck your sperm she doesn't know that there's hiv out there and chlamydia of the mouth and shit yeah she's still well, thinking she could you know well the 40 year old gives you hand wipes because she knows you're gonna finger her and she don't want the leftover salt from the pretzel you had two hours earlier. Fucking, it's just really weird bro when you uh deal with when they become a professional yeah like have you ever bumped into a professional stripper yeah What's, what's the yeah difference? it's a different
2: game well, it's, the same it's thing a different is, game brother it's like staying at comedy for a certain period of time it's like there's a, yeah, certain, there's day a certain day when you're like you realize oh oh I I'm, know what you're doing I, or, and I'm this in is what I'm gonna
1: do yeah. and when you deal I'm with a, a professional, professional stripper you go in there dog she takes you into the first room first she'll give you a couple whips of her monkey Yeah, maybe won't let talking. you touch it da, da, da. and then she'll take you upstairs bang out for the small four bills and that's when she becomes a nun yeah and you're like, what the fuck happened? She sold you. Yeah. She ain't a stripper no more. She's a saleswoman now. Yeah. You want to fucking suck? That's two thousand for this fucking piece of ass. Yeah. Two thousand. You want to look at me? Two thousand, motherfucker. Two thousand. They look at you with. They're a gonna squeeze face. you, bro. You, know you want to smell f- my asshole and they're they're fucking gonna fuck. eat a yogurt they're at they're the same time? Fuck Eleven guys no more. That's Three thousand five. They're gonna fuck fucking six guys for a thousand dollars, yeah, and make twelve thousand a week or fucks so wait, two thousand dollars.
3: So I've even thought I've thought about it that. If you pay whatever that is, two thousand five hundred, that's not the whole night. That's like one one
2: round, I oh, guess. You can negotiate whatever the fuck you want. Okay, thank God, dude. What about fucking just somebody regular and then tipping them after? Is that crazy? You think <laughs> like if it's just a girl you met,
1: they get insulted. Yeah. I could see you telling the girl, "Listen, man, I'm gonna go out of town on Thursday." I didn't know this was gonna happen. I Had a great time. Can you get two hundred dollars there? I'm gonna leave it there for you for you, for you to do to your toes, yeah, your nails, and get yourself lunch with your girlfriend. You know, yeah, that's a way to do it. It's how you fucking do it. You know, it's not making them feel like a fucking hooker. Yeah, but but you can't fuck. Yeah, you know, it's like right now Harvey Weinstein's getting <clears throat> in trouble for all this shit, and and yeah, he's a pig. But you gotta there's a there's a thousand guys out there i used to date a girl bro that was a stripper Mm -hmm. and after a a year or two i accepted what she did and i used to just talk to her sometimes and by talking to her it really showed me how pathetic men were Mm -hmm. because not even in my deepest darkest moment would i do something like that yeah you know, yeah, I like fucking getting your dick sucked. Everybody does. Everybody likes to bump into somebody and let they leave your monkey. Yeah, and have a good time. Fucking Especially leak out on com- somebody's car seat. Especially as a comedian. But to walk into a strip club right out, and this is what they do every week. This yeah. is their freak. This is, and I tell people all the time that you're married, so you have these boundaries. Yeah, and then you present yourself with personal boundaries. And you go, you know what, I got a wife, I got a kid, I got a daughter, I got to go home now four fucking hours. My wife don't bang me like she used to. She don't let me come in a hair no more. All those days are done. Yeah. And even with women, when women go to a gym, maybe your wife will go to a gym, not to fuck somebody, but just to somebody to tell her she looks good. Yeah. Everybody has their own needs, man. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I mean, I respect, look, man, I mean, and also you see, look, Joe, you see these billboards now. You see these sugar model billboards. You see this shit all over? No. Sugar models, right? And it's like escorts, basically. It's like high end escorts out here in LA you can get, you know? Or it's like it's, but it's not set up like escorts. It's like, oh, $400 you go to dinner with this girl, right. or $200 you guys go to dinner. And everything else is kind of whatever you do is your business, right? But it's kind of known that, you know, sex is an option, you know, it's on the table for you know, both sides of the party. So part of me, sometimes I'm like, well, is, that, and I I don't even think, I don't think prostitution is a bad business, you know? I don't think that it should be, I don't know if, if I feel like it should be illegal or not, you know? But I think it's weird that women aren't protesting having these billboards up, because I feel like that
1: endangers a lot of women, you know? It does. But let me tell you something, and I don't know, how long have you been here? 10 years. Yeah, 10 years. In your 10 years, have you ever, and I'm not saying it correctly, a lot of people are going to get mad at me. In your 10 years, have you met a kept woman? And you know what a oh, kept woman yeah, is? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. A kept woman is? Yes. Lee Syatt makes $2 million a year. He yeah. loves Paula. He's been with Paula. He doesn't want to fucking do nothing wrong. But DeAndra. But what he does is he's got an apartment across the street. He's got an apartment right across the street right here. Lee Syatt will pay her $1,200 a month rent. Put three of his fingers in her ass put once five, a week. Put $500 car payment for her fucking lease Audi through your company. Yeah because your wife don't look at your books, and you give her 1500 a month to live. That's that's 3500 out of your That's oh 40000 but you're making $30 million a year, Lee. Yeah, okay. that's nothing. So, Lee, how many, and we've had this discussion, and, and, and you know it, because you live in L.A. Like, when I went to acting class, that's when I started meeting those girls. Yeah. Like, I went to a girl's house that was fucking neighbors with Shaq. Yeah. Like, you went to the penthouse, the elevator opened, Shaq's door was there, and her door was there. Yeah, that sounds like a lot more than twelve hundred a month. Well, yeah, because her pussy was worth. You know, (laughs) that's a girl that when you come over, she bathes you, she cuts your toenails, she rubs cream all over you, and then she goes to fucking town. Yeah, you come home, you leave there on Saturday morning feeling like a king again because your wife forgot how to treat you. And people around you forgot how to treat you, so you don't mind going to your extra book. You ever see that episode episode of Narcos when they talk about Barry Seal, the pilot, and when they found him at a hooker house, and they go, Barry Seal was from the South. Oh yeah, from Baton Rouge. Tom Cruise is playing him in that movie. Yes. Right now. Okay. They go, Barry Seal was from the South. He loved pussy, college football, and hallucinations, hallucinogenic, mind altering drugs. Yeah. That made him a perfect CIA agent. And they show him in bed with five fucking tens. Five. That's a 50, bro. What does that cost you, Lee? What do you think that costs you to go into a hooker house and go, I want the five baddest bitches. I don't want them to be dented. I don't want them to have kids. Mm, no moles either. No moles. They got a guy in the back cutting moles off these bitches. I want them to bitches. be five playmates Yeah. for the whole night to suck and fuck till blood comes out of their nose. That's 10 Gs, a pop. You got to go in there and drop 50 and go, I want them Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, we,
3: when we had Dennis Hoff on, he told us, what, the guy spent $6 million or something? Course, yeah, he, yeah. Between Thanksgiving
1: and Christmas, yeah. and New Year's or something? Yeah. Jesus. So there's a bunch of kept women in Hollywood, and I'll tell you why. They come out here, bro. They end up in a roommate situation up in the fucking valley. They got to take, a month after they get here, the car blows up. They're taking buses all around, but they really like Hollywood, and they're starting to make, and one day they go into a fucking acting class, and they meet some 40-year-old that just wants to get into acting, but he don't want to get into acting. He knows exactly what he's doing. He's looking for fucking little guppies. Mm -hmm. How you doing? Well, I'm struggling. I'm a waitress three days a week, and I host this six nights a week, and I really have no time to audition. Let me take care of that. Yeah. You got a boyfriend? Yeah, but he's an asshole. He doesn't call me. Listen, I know you're fucking and sucking. Don't disrespect me. But what if I come over once a week? I get your new fucking apartment, Belly Hill, brand new fucking. Get car. You some new shoes. and just some, some new shoes. Some, some kids. fucking whatever. Listen, man, how many women will go? What? What's what? You know, Harvey for, for all the women that turn Harvey Weinstein down and are fucking uh, saying all this shit about him, there had to be fifty of them that he stocked up
2: oh and there, i bet there were he i was, bet there go, were yeah, 300
1: of them 300. that
2: also offered to him and that he's probably said no
1: it's crazy this works both ways especially in a town like this where you have high rents people struggle here that are young actors they have a dream listen you can still have a dream
2: yeah Just, yeah i used to go to the freaking uh parlor i used to go to the parlor comedy so jay davis had the show right at the parlor It was really big for a long time and Jay's a great guy and he puts on great shows and we go over there dude there was probably three or four women that I met in there who were kept women who had nice houses around there never could explain what they did always on jets doing this and that with the fuck you know oh, so they didn't tell you this And but then, but then later on. I would hear from their friends oh she's you know she's uh, got a boyfriend you know but he comes in once a month or something like yeah, that. He's a sixty-year-old Th- guy from Texas. There's a girl I saw last night that I used to bang a little bit, and you know, do things and everything with each other's bodies. And she said, <laughs> uh, "She said, oh, she got this guy. She says it's her godfather. She always frames him as you oh, know. That's, that's
3: even gross. That's but I worse. just
2: well, it's not really though. But I just realized the other day that's what the fuck's going on. I could there was always an element missing as to where this girl made any money, how she was living lavish in the hill. And she always had this godfather, you know, and it didn't make any sense. And then finally the other day I realized, oh, that's the, this the guy. There's no godfather, you know. This is the bank account. You know, that's the guy.
1: Remember in fucking Pretty Women when uh, he says something? She so goes, what are you telling him? I told him he's my uncle. Yeah. And he goes, don't worry about it. A lot of uncles come in here. And I could just see it. It just makes sense. That's gross. But I told you, Leo, a long time wonder. ago. I told you not. Not a real family member. I know, memory. but
3: to even equate it with that with the word—that's yeah, right. my uncle.
1: Oh, that's my uncle. You gotta that's say like, step uncle. Yeah, just so, say
3: like this is my this is my boss or
1: something. Yeah. And can f- you let me ask you this, man? When I was when I was fucking twenty, when I was nineteen, Ugh. I'll never forget walking around in the summertime in Aspen. Never forget this. Even my maybe because at that time I was such a fucking whore, but I'll never forget nineteen eighty fucking three in Aspen. Aspen, Colorado, walking around that summer, eating like a sandwich outside one day oh, on the yeah. park bench and going, you know, if I was 21 and I was blonde and I was hot. I mean, spanking hot. And I had class. Like I knew what a fork was and I knew
2: Yeah. Like I knew different like genders of shrimp. I would
1: come up here, man, and <laughs> fucking from November to April walk out of here with 10 g's a week because i know texans when i used to work at the crestwood hotel texans would come in bro and, and you believe me or not they would come in with their families Lee, you your wife and three fucking kids three little fucking morons and the first thing you do is you go up to the fucking center like most people like me you and uh whatever his fucking name is theo would go hey man i need new skis Hey man, I need a new jacket. We get in our car and go to Glenwood Springs. Yeah. Because that's the mall. Right. And everything is cheap down there. Only idiots would buy shit. Like when you go to Snowmass Village right. to ski assman, Aspen, only you're a moron. It's just somebody that drove it up if there you and, buy and raised shit. it up 100%. Yeah, it's like fucking you're paying out the ass. But Let me tell you something. Guy, money, oil guys from Texas would come. You'd get them in, you'd drive them, you'd pick them up at the airport, drive them, they give you 100 bucks at the door. And then they go, hold on. We're going to check in our stuff and we're going to come right back. We need to ride up to Sport Kalen. They did this every year, bro. You gave him a ride to Sport Kalen, you waited. The guy would give his fucking wife a fucking black, whatever, the highest yeah. American Express card. He would go into a bar and take you in there with him. What, what do you mean you ain't going to have a drink? In those days, I used to drink, guys, because really? Texans come up there. Yeah. And we would go into like a fucking John Denver's bar, the tower, and have a drink while his wife was across the way at Sport Canaan. And he'd have two. To my drink, he'd have five. Mm. And then he'd go over. I'd go back to the van. He'd go over and spend, I mean, from socks to the salesman, they're fucking the best. They sell you everything. Yeah. And these Texans would come in and go, give me the best of the best. Yeah. You know, I want it all. $2,000 goggles. Yeah. $40,000, Lee, in fucking equipment. You drive it back or they they fix it for you. They come back up to ski. They pick it up. They do that for four fucking days. The kids are the only ones that really ski because mom and dad are in their fucking 50s. They're drinking. Guess what happens when they leave? Leave the shit. They leave the shit. No, they don't. Yes, they
2: do. Yeah, they do. We're talking fucking... We're talking skis made out of bone.
1: 40,000 slave $1. femurs, bro. Don't fucking tell me. they were Those bellmen, the reason why those people work at that hotel, like when I was working there in 1983, when I was working at the Crestwood in 1984, 60% of the people in that hotel lived off of the tips in the winter and fucking what people left in their rooms. Yeah. Theo Vaughn goes to, hits a fucking HBO special and has a TV show. What kind of party do you think Theo Vaughn's going in there? Theo Vaughn's gonna pay 20, Kate Quigley 20000 to light herself on fire. Kate, yeah. here's 20000 Just light your pussy hairs on fire. You're oh, like, I'm gonna be eating black yeah, cats you're like, out of our yeah, asshole, yeah, you're like you the know? premiere of the show. Yeah. Kate Quigley lights a pussy hairs on fire. We tape it. You know what? He's gonna drop up there. He's gonna buy shirts and shit and he's gonna buy 20 bottles of fucking the best vodka. What he doesn't drink stays in the room. What do you do, Lee? You're making eight bucks an hour. You walk into a room and there's three bottles of Dom Perignon And six bottles of tequila unopened. That's how you made your money in those days. Do you know how many fucking ski boots and skis I got given to me at that hotel and I would give them to people? Like, I would give them away. Like, bro, what size boots you wear? Eight. Here you go. Joey, these are $600 boots. Yeah. Some guy bought them. Wearing them to church, you know? They did that every fucking week. So wait,
3: and did these people come... Leave it and come back next year and do it do again. Do it again.
1: Do it again. Oh,
2: no. But well, what are they going to do? Bring it home? No. What are they going to do, Lee? It's okay. oil, Lee. It's dead dinosaur sauce. Uh,
3: but rent an apartment there and and, and leave the skis that, in there. Lee,
2: they ain't got time for that. You know oh, why, Lee? Jesus fucking crazy. because that time. Man. They're making money. The but the Lee, you think carry- they're going to fucking leave in the airport and drop the shit yeah, up at a, at a, a fucking storage fucking, unit? store. Texan, Lee. No, no they don't give up. buy a
1: house. They don't give a Lee, I used to laugh, laugh at those tax. I remember one guy opening up a briefcase one day in front of me. Oh. A Texan came in and he wanted money or something put away like a jewelry in his safe he gave lady the jewelry but in his briefcase Mm -hmm.
0: he had stacks
1: like a drug dealer. he wasn't no fucking drug dealer. he's a white dude that owned like a fucking meat company yeah but when he came to colorado he came those meats to colorado because he knew he was going to aspen four nights he was going to buy blow you know how many times people walked into rooms in aspen and bumped into a, a quarter ounce of blow or an eight-bowl. But how you know, many fucking maids used to come up to me and go, P's, come here, look. Give me like a gram and a half of Coke that they found in the room. People yeah. don't want to take that shit back. Mm-mm.
2: Especially in New York, you can usually hit up a, uh, somebody that's cleaning the rooms or whatever and ask them. Tell them when you get there. We used to do that. Do we get there? Tell them we get there. You find anything good? You know, here's 40 bucks. Drop it off by my room. It really <laughs> No it questions really, asked. Really,
1: it really is crazy when you see the amount of money some people have. Well, never even, know. Luke. Even at that age, like when I lived up there, I was like, I, if, if I was a hot girl, twenty-one, nobody knew me. I came out here from Jersey, kept it light, bro. Yeah, real light, you know. Put an ad word mattered chill live down valley got myself an uber up valley just Fuck. a soft signal where a jingle bell yeah. around your fucking make believe ankle. you carry a piece in your purse make believe a bodyguard dropped you off yeah and after a while in aspen listen to me bro as a young girl if you're getting a nickel a fucking nut job and you're getting two nut jobs a night three nights a week well if you're doing two nut jobs a
2: week it's a thousand dollars
1: and some of those texans will come up and say you know what little girl how about I just give you ten thousand dollars and you just stay and polish this knob? Yeah, three days. You get ten thousand. Go fuck my son. He's twenty five hundred. Go fuck my son. You go home. You disconnect the fucking service and then you come back three months yeah. later with different color hair. They're slick. Those checks are slick, bro. Those and they're are masters
2: because after a while they're just they, work. They're yeah. employed.
1: They're just business women. They learn how to become a. Bi- At first, it's look when you go into a strip club. And you see the girls with the Honcho, the, the local drug dealer? Yeah. Like, last night there was a shooting at a, at a club in, like, I don't know, some bum little fucking town we used to do comedy here in California. And they ain't insulting nobody. Yeah. But it's true. Those little fucking homie towns where they have that one club deluxe and the neighborhood drug dealer's VIP, and when he comes in, a little bit oh, go yeah. crazy. And they don't know that this guy's a scab off a of fucking society's ass. He's not even nobody. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least if he was the real kingpin. He'd be, he'd be, really be in doing New York something. or yeah. He's just jet setting and got, shit. Yeah. He's got Meanwhile, fucking four
2: grams in his fucking right. club box. Yeah, but he's fucking King Slade, or Spunk, whatever. or something. He's got Spunk tattooed across his fucking chest. Yeah, he like don't even know like that, that, that. His, that his that his gang name is also a name for semen or something. You he's know? just so
1: fucking cool. and He walks in and in those little clubs like that. It's so weird out. And they love him. You know, when you walk into like a, a strip club, you know the girls that are they bought into it. Like, there's certain girls that are bought into it. And then there's certain girls that are a fucking professional. Yeah. Like, even at that club where I went to, they got a bunch of knuckleheads. But there's a girl that when you see her walk in there, she usually strolls in there. She's a G. She got a clipboard. She she works here. It's a work job. And yeah, she'll let you fucking stick four fingers up her knuckle, her asshole. But I'll tell you what, you're going to leave there with your pockets sucked out. Yeah. You're going to leave there and go, man, she was hot. But. I did what? For how much? Dude. What am I, a fucking idiot? That means yeah. they got a talent, Jack. That's the talent. I don't That's ever talent. judge a woman for that. I can't.
2: I can't. Well, I we're did. doing the same shit, man. We're, we're doing it with our shit.
1: emotions, though.
2: And I did the same shit as a criminal. Dude, if I had a nice asshole, I'd show it to people every night for Thank a couple of fucking hours.
1: How many people, how many times have you heard somebody, there's a couple people Ari hangs out with that they, there's abroad. Ari hangs out with, not date-like, love-wise, but they're friends. She sells her underwears. Her socks, she makes a living. Yeah, yeah, yeah. selling her bras, her underwear. I Mm. somebody takes her bra and snips her fucking bra. Some dude, bro, or even a woman or a kid. It's, it's, I don't, I don't, you cannot get mad at a woman for doing
2: that. I can't. Dude, I used to have this dude in in college named Gnome, right? Everybody called him Gnome, this dude. He was like little, but he wasn't like a little person, you know? He was just outside of that, you know? It was like a fucking He just barely did he made it, he barely made it? Just rocking that cusp, you know? Five foot. Like one he and could have a been a lifeguard at like a midget only pool, you know? Like he was just but also where you had to also be little to work at the place. So like he was just like above and he, uh, anytime he'd hook up with a chick, he would wear their underwear around his neck. It was like his thing, right? And he'd do that all summer. By the end of summer, this dude would be running around looking like a fucking, like he just robbed a bank in the Wild West. He'd have like nine pairs of fucking women's underwear around his neck, you know? He, he wouldn't take them off? Not for the summer. Now, in the winter, he was fra- You could see his neck. He was natural in the winter. But fucking Joey's ordering pizzas over here. So he's fucking customizing a lasagna here on his new app, he got. But, it's dude, I didn't get funny. to the story. So, what happened was. Sorry, I'm
1: very sorry if to interrupt. Just a buddy of mine, I want to know when I was landing in Omaha and I kept him. He's been bugging me. Yeah, for not me. tonight, bro. No, yeah. I know. But you Jesus told me Christ this week. I know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. You see how I live? <laughs> and then I have friends that don't stop. About a week ago, I had this dear friend. Uh huh. Dear friend. I'm talking, when I'm in the seventh grade, we play basketball. I hung out with him and his brother. Yeah. Dear friend. He calls me and I go, hey, man, I, but you remind me, do me a favor. Your son does something with web pages, with YouTube pages. Like, that's what he does. Yeah. Him and his partner will take your YouTube page, and the next thing you know, you're making $3. Next thing you know, you're making $300,000 with these two kids. You can see it. That's what they do. Right. I said, tell your son to give me a call. I'm going to hook him up with Lee. Maybe he can help us out. Yeah, no worries. This happened at 9 in the morning. You know, at 12 o'clock, I go to jujitsu, and that's when the phone starts ringing. I can sit there with, with two 10 fingers up my ass waiting for people to call me. As soon as I get out of jiu-jitsu, I look when they call. Everybody starts calling at 1157. <laughs> I have nine missed calls from 1157 on. Sure enough, I get a call from his son and then I look and 30 minutes later the father calls me yeah do you know that motherfucker called me every 45 minutes Jeez. on the dot the rest of the day until mm. about 7 I just wouldn't even fucking answer the phone because I knew if I answered the to phone thought? I was gonna go the fuck off oh I see what you're saying so then he stopped at some point like, maybe i got it at 2 in the morning he stopped LA time like Jesus. at 2 in the morning New Jersey time I get up the next morning, and who the fuck do you think fucking calls me at nine zero one? And I was i forgotten all about the day before. Yeah, like I was involved in my day, and I looked at the phone, and I just slung, and I go, "Hey, do me a favor. You call me one fucking time. This is a business phone. Don't ever fucking call me once in one fucking day." And I just hung up on him, and I haven't heard from him since. Yeah. Because no, they, they don't get it. <laughs> if you call me between seven thirty and nine a.m., what the fuck do you think I'm doing there? I may be on Twitter, but my four and a half year old is on the floor over there painting, asking me fucking questions. Yeah. So if I pick up the phone, you're not gonna like the conversation you're about to fucking hear. Yeah. So I don't pick up the phone. Out, out of respect out of my so out of respect out of my peeps, I don't pick up the fucking phone. Yeah. Because she's right there. And if not, I'm with her on the couch watching fucking whatever. I dare you to come to my house and answer the phone on the couch when my daughter's sitting next to you. I dare you. Yeah. I dare you. You have no idea what decency is. She will look at you. <laughs> you ever see the look De Niro gives Val Kilmer? <laughs> <laughs> the look that Val Kilmer gives that retard and heat so at the cute, diner? Huh? You you fuck around in my house, sit on the couch while she's watching cartoons. And I dare your phone to ring. And God forbid your ring is on, okay? If your ringer is on, she will give you a fucking look. Like, are you fucking retarded? Turn that shit off. The other day I was at Denny's sitting next to her, and she was playing with her fucking Barbie doll Fuck with man. two little shoes on, and the shoes kept falling off. I go, Mercy, do me a favor. Give me the fucking shoes. We get to, we walk into Denny's, and sure enough, Daddy, her shoe fell off. I knew the fucking shoe was going to fall off. I fucking knew it. It's been falling off all fucking morning. So I go, sit off over here and don't move. So I go outside. There's the shoe in the middle of the fucking driveway. A car drove over it. Poor Barbie's shoes all fucked up. Now I got to bring it into and sell it to her. I got to put it back on the foot. The shoe was so fucked up, Bobby was limping. <laughs> so we're sitting there minding our own business. And who walks in out of all the seats? Now, the, the fucking place is empty. They got me waiting there because my wife went back to the fucking car to the house because she forgot that she locked the door. CeeLo? Who walked in? CeeLo? No, 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 no. No CeeLo. I wouldn't. If CeeLo oh, walked L- I- if I walked in that and that fucking Denny's, I saw. Were you with me when we saw what's his name in there? I don't, don't think so. Yeah, you were with me when we saw? Who was it? got the home improvement. Oh, Tim he, Allen. He goes there all the time. Wow. That's a that's a swinging Denny's over there. Yeah, I just don't go in there at night because that's. You're born to get shot. And yeah. going after nine. Oh, when you dude, go to a Denny's, you I might as well go to a Vegas this. to a country bro, concert. Bro, look. When you go to Denny's after 10 <laughs> nowadays, you might as well sign up yeah. for the next country fucking concert <laughs> yeah, and fucking whatever stand real close to the window and wave this time. Dude, this uh, is this,
2: hard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> bro, I used to do this bit about Denny's and how much I hated Denny's, right? Um, It's on your special. It's on my special, right? So anyway, I was like, I wish somebody would shoot up a fucking Denny's, right? That's what I would say. Dude, some kid puts in the comments, he goes, man, he puts a a a link to a YouTube clip. He goes, man, my dad actually got shot up at a fucking Denny's. He goes, somebody walked in with a gun and shot everybody in the place. One star. He goes... But I still love this bit that you do. And that was beautiful, bro. Here I am joking about it. He said it really happened. He lost his father right next to a fucking grill, bro. Right next to a griddle. You know what you got... You know, two brothers back there fucking sword fighting with spatulas. Hop, probably hopped up on fucking <laughs> methamphetamines, you know, not knowing they're gonna lose their job to a fucking Mexican guy sitting at the bar, you know. Unbelievable, man. But that's God, dude. That kid came and he was just positive, man. There's
1: a couple of places where I go late night, and I'm like, like one night, me, Lee, and Becky went to Denny's on a fucking on a on a fucking Sunday night. After a podcast, and we were having a good time, but the whole time I was like squatting under the bush by that window because the window on Burbank Boulevard. I'm, yeah. I want to be a crip. All right, shoot up at Denny's. I'm sitting there having <laughs> fucking a salad <laughs> and something with my friend here, and what all of a sudden, and Becky's sitting counterclockwise, so she gets it right in the head. We got to bury Becky with a hat on with a with a tenth planet fuck <laughs>
0: with a hat on. <laughs>
1: With a chef hat on. I'm <laughs> Josh Wolf. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Why think That shouldn't be in my brain. I'm scared of anything already. I'm scared of everything. <clears throat> you would look good in a chef hat. You don't hat. think I'm fucking scared. You see me. How many nights we leave here dying of hunger, you and I? One in the morning sometimes. Me and him. He's cross-eyed. Yeah. This guy, if I t- at two in the morning, if I go and lean, listen, I got a, san- a sandwich coming over here. Just jiggle my balls. I guarantee <laughs> you, I'll confuse him for 10 minutes. He'll be sitting there confused. I don't know. All like I got to do is jiggle his balls. I'll wash my hands. I've done worse. I got a hand job from a Chinese chick time. Yeah, dude.
2: <laughs> dude, I remember this dude used to fucking. <laughs> so who gives a fuck? Really?
1: Oh, my God. Oh my god, this fart is tremendous. This is the
2: Bro, they had a guy used to tell us for right, he'd give you thirty bucks just to tell you he'd been jerking off, this older dude. What? I remember when I was young, he used to say that, I'd be like, Look, I'm gonna tell you something, all right? And we'd be like, All right. And he'd say, I've been jerking off. Give me thirty bucks. No, and then he would give us thirty bucks to keep quiet. Because we were <laughs> we were children, but he wasn't supposed to be saying it to us.
3: Oh, he he paid you?
2: Yeah yeah I'm not paying him for him to tell me that shit dude I don't give a fuck I assumed that when I met him oh my god but here was the thing though I never even got to this dude was that so my sister one time we lived together for a while right and this was probably about 8 years ago she had had this other dancer that worked with her came over to our place right (laughs) stole our vacuum right (laughs) she was on these colonopins and everything and she got all fucking you know warm under the skin one night on them pills and fucking stole our vacuum you know Dude, as you do I wasn't there when she stole it but literally I could picture her probably trying to put it in her fucking purse you know like the stick end in the purse and the fucking huge vacuum hanging out right oh. dude fast forward year and a half right I'm not even living with my sister anymore I'm in New Orleans for a bachelorette party or somewhere a Baton Rouge somewhere or a bachelor party they got a big fucking money deal right they wheel in one of those cakes where the women pop out like the fake cake and they pop out and they dance right right you know one of the chicks that pops out is the fucking bitch that stole my vacuum bro right so everybody else i have no idea i totally forgot about this like, fuck you bitch oh everybody else is tipping these bitches and fucking you know shaking both of their ass cheeks at the same time you know with each hand you know like they're you know like doing a really fast vote for me yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah like vote for me with both hands <laughs> yeah both for me and here i am in the background and all i can think is that bitch stole my, stole my fucking, my fucking vacuum. vacuum dude Bro, I had half of a nerve to just the whole time just make vacuum sounds in the back, just like, I was so pissed, bro. What'd she do when she saw you? Huh? What did she do when she- She acted like she didn't know. And that's the thing I don't like about people, I guess, that steal vacuums is when they see you, they act like you don't fucking remember. Like, I'm not going to remember you stole a vacuum from- I wasn't on Klonopin's. I wasn't on Soma's, you know?
3: How do you even get- how do you get away with a vacuum? Like, mm. do- doesn't someone, if they rec if, if, if I was in an apartment building and I saw someone who was on like Kalana pins with a vacuum just running down the stairs, <laughs> bless you. Oh, geez,
1: well, It's geez. half of America. It's half of the neighborhood around here. <laughs> what can they give you for a fucking vacuum? I mean, if you came over my house with a vacuum, what can I give you? The, the small 15? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say at least 30. That's like a no, I, small. I don't know. If, what if it goes kaputz after they go down a block? I'm no fucking vacuum mechanic, <laughs> but I know that there's a little fucking belt in there. And whenever that, when you hit something fucked up, the belt breaks. Like I used to have a Kirby vacuum and they come with a package as a belt. I couldn't do it. Like whenever the vacuum broke, my mom had to take it off and put the vacuum on. Yeah, and you gotta be like a fucking technician. You gotta unplug it, or the vacuum will suck your fingers in. So, so nice to you. Dude, know, what, what kind you of fucking got a great what vacuum? Kind of fucking mark. Cuban can't fix a vacuum? That's what I want. To my know. mom, my mom could take the thing. We had a Kirby when we were when well, I was a kid. <laughs> Oh. they had like the shitty vacuums you could buy yeah but my mom was such a fucking spick she was such a fucking neurotic cuban that she loved she she bought a vacuum like let's say a back vacuum in those days like a top-notch vacuum cost 14.95 in those yeah. days like in the set well i'm lying to you it was 73 once we moved back to uh click on Kirby nice fucking one too. vacuum. One little kick on Kirby vacuums. One you could one of you from across the road. Something dude, got up nice my one. I still remember being a kid and, and the guy coming over to the house. And my mom and her girlfriend and like a buddy were over there, and I'm like, what's going on?
3: A lot more expensive than fifteen dollars now. How much?
1: Uh, well, no, 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 no. What are, I said that if a regular vacuum cost fifteen bucks in those days, this was a yardstick. Gotcha. Put it on, put it on the thing there. Like this was like it came like in a, when it came to my house in those days at toy stores. Uh, if you walked into like the James Bond dial, one of the coolest toys of the seventies was you got a briefcase. Yeah. Okay, this briefcase, Lee check this out there was this briefcase as a child okay that for like i don't i don't even know what it costs i don't that's why we get into prices briefcases for children there was a briefcase it was a plastic briefcase yeah. if you wanted to be a secret agent right and it was based after james bond they couldn't say 007 on it you ready lee and on the suitcase, the cool thing about the suitcase is mm-hmm. that it had a button on the handle. Right. You know, so you could press the button, and a plastic bullet would come out and shoot no. you. Know, because in there was a gun with a silencer oh connected to this hinger. Mm. It was all, you know, for 10-year-olds and 12 yeah. year Oh, for children. You want to be an asshole. Yeah. You know, oh, I you, thought this is something a no, businessman no, would I'd have. I'd pick it up and go... Tsk, and they would hit you in the chest and you go, motherfucker. Yeah and you would have the same gun. I was a bank robber. But in there came like handcuffs, a rope, like all secret agents shit. Yeah. Like a telescope. Magnifying glass. Yeah. So mm. my point Some is gum. That when my mom showed me when this guy came over, mm-hmm. what what got was so cool about Kirby vacuum cleaners at the time, were that it came in a fucking box mm. and it can see how all those utensils. Oh, yeah. Like all those utensils That's right everything. there for the for yeah. the for the four twenty nine one. Yeah. That fucking vacuum had a beautiful case mm. that you opened up and all everything was neat. Nice and neat. Yeah. So we had a Kirby vacuum growing up. Bro. And that was nice. It was, it was nice. It your was classy. House, your house was always clean. Look, you had all the brushes, all the things for yeah. the furniture. See the belts? Who the fuck do you think you're dealing with? Do you think you got? you think you fucking guys are fucking dealing with? You see the little circle? What do you belts? think? There's a wristlets, dude. There's a fucking belt. See what I'm saying? What the That's what happened. The Kirby Vacuum should be getting a vig for all these assholes that wear these braces and put, you know, yeah. help the fucking homeless and uh, I think the it, sharks if, if, water if, for if, the blind and I, shit. I have, have water for the blind, bro. I wouldn't. I wouldn't know how to fix that. No, it's a listen. When the thing breaks, it's real fucking easy. I was just dumb. You take off the grill, bop. You take it off the loop, okay, and then you you take the the old one up. Snap. Mm-hmm. It's like if I take a rubber band and cut it with a scissor, it just snaps. It's just one one rope. Then you take that and you loop it on something, and you loop it back on the thing. You close the vacuum, and your thing is tip top, Magoo. So I can't believe that they still didn't uh, take away their loot. Do you people think I'm over here dropping knowledge with no fucking knowledge? If I tell you about Kirby Vacuum, it's because fucking it's the shit, Mac my- Madudu. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What the fuck you think you're dealing Dude, with? I remember appliances
2: used to just be so much more hardy, bro. The vacuum, you could ride on the fucking vacuum. Remember that? If you were a little kid, you could sit on there where your mom was pushing and ride on Like It was like a piece of fucking
1: metal. I love vacuuming. Yeah. To this day, I vacuum at the house. I love it. There's something soothing about it. something about vacuum. I don't like when it's too... Like My wife, she's part of the fucking technology world. So we got a vacuum. That like mows by itself? No. No. That thing's but, a piece of shit. But the fucking vacuum's got a thousand things. I'm scared to fucking touch it. Yeah. Then she's got a rug cleaner because the cats piss everywhere. Yeah. So we got to have a fucking rug cleaner constantly. And Bro, I help her clean the rugs. Just people's feet. Just us walking around with sneakers. Can you imagine? Your house is filthy. It's filthy, Lee. If you don't mop like with hot, hot water every week. You know, we lay down on shit. We drag so much stuff. On. It's not us. It's not us. It's when we walk to our cars. It's all that shit that we step on. You walk in and out of your house every day. Like the other day I was looking at, you ever have a wall that to turn on the fucking light? Your finger always hits. Look yeah. at that. There's always your fingers are there. Gross. Even though you wash your hands, 25. boogers, whatever, semen, nah, skin, no, no,
2: it's not like that. On my walls, what's the matter? That's when I was fourteen. <laughs> Come on, dude. Remember When you were fourteen, but I'm saying on your hand when you touch the yeah, light fixture. Think about a light fixture. Think about everybody's gross hand muffin pieces, a little pieces of muffin, you know, sugars, seam, definitely semen. People have fucking semen all over their house, dude. Bro. I, I worked in a
3: re- in restaurant, so they make you go through like training for that stuff. Yeah. I if I'm ever somewhere and you need to get a soda lid, I never grab the one on top. I always go in. I never grab the first straw. Like I hate. Oh, I hate. I places. That, there's places that have just loose straws, not even with plastic around them. I won't go there that's anymore. That's why, like
1: Marie T, they get the paper, old school. you, <laughs> yeah, you shoot need the something. fucking paper in the air. Yeah,
2: well, I don't I, like that, bro. I remember I was talking about this earlier. The can, like when the when Halloween, when I was young. Came on the weekend. We didn't Me have. Me and Ghetto Boys are <laughs> trick-or-treat, and Robbing little kids for, for bags. bags. Dude, we had. They didn't even have individually wrapped candies. I remember this one house we went to, and their grandfather had died. They fucking, Their grandfather died on Halloween. They left him out on the porch for the night, bro. How fucking awesome is that, right? Knowing that he's dead anyway, right? But sometimes these houses would have. Did people
3: think he was a decoration or
2: something? People thought he was just being scared and resting. But but this is when he died. And that's when he left the earth. It was on Halloween, right? But this is a time when you would get, I remember this one house, the candy was all junked in the bowl. Like, they, they weren't all individually wrapped candies. You Not know what that. I'm saying? I remember going to a place, they just put the whole mints in there, and they would all, and one person would just get the whole fucking rock of mint, you know?
1: So you're running around with like 300 mints on your arm in one chunk, you know? She came home with some candy. We did two or three things. She came home with some candy, but I'll tell you something. Like three or four people gave her little bottles of water. I, I can't wait till she gets old enough, so she throws them back at the fucking people. <laughs> and go get your life together. Give her the fucking water. Water to a child. We want sugar? And I raided that thing. The first night, Friday night when I got home, I got stoned by mistake. And I started eating my little licorices. I mean, she had like three of them in there. I ate them the next yeah. day. She was pissed.
3: Well, I mean, she knew, huh? Like, did Fuck you, yeah. do you did you look through it? Like when I, I when I was going yeah, up, no, my but, mom would look through and take hey, any loser. No, we or- didn't go to
1: houses. First off, we went to the church, and we went to the school. Oh, gotcha. And they have a thing called Trunk or Treat, and people pull their cars up back there. People that are involved with the school and parents.
3: So kids can't even go to the houses anymore.
1: No, we're gonna do that on Tuesday. Gotcha. Yes. This is for little kids and whatever. What's gonna okay. happen is we hide her. She's Tuesday. She's got like fucking swimming. And She don't get out of there till 5.30. We're going to bring her home. By the time we get home, in fact, I'm, the- I'm going to be running late. Yeah, we'll be running late because we're going to fucking bring her home for uh, to eat. And somebody will ring the doorbell and once the, the kids come. She's, last year, she just closed. She goes, Mommy, Daddy, bye. Mm-hmm. We had to run out after her last year. Wow. She just took off with the other fucking kids. Like, she was like, See you later. We're like, What the fuck are you doing? There's candy out there to get. So we walked till it got dark. Then she's like, Mom, Dad, let's get the fuck out of here. Last night she told my wife, Let's get out of here. They went to Trunk or Treat at the church. My wife said, After a half hour, she came up to me. She goes, Mommy, let's go home.
2: Hmm.
1: It's good to go. Yeah, at least she knows what's up. But yeah, they got, uh, they used to have. We went to houses. We knocked on people's doors. They gave you pennies, nickels. They give you big pieces of chocolate and shit. Chunks of popcorn. Chunks of popcorn, fucking food. Sugar. One lady used yeah. to no, just no. take
2: a fucking two things of sugar and fucking just put it, just it in, throw your, them fucking in bag. your fucking bag. Just scoops?
1: Shit. No candy, Jeez, not, not even in shit. parents shape. today A fucking half a fags. Oh, dude. They give your kids dick. The reason why I asked you earlier if it bothered you is because when I was growing up, I had a dear, dear, dear friend that, I mean, Theo Vaughn, he was a sweetheart. Beautiful fucking young kid, and he had three sisters. All of them, like each one of them, beauty queens. God, one of that, one of those families. Where yeah. at the, it was him and a brother and six sisters. But all of them, like even the ten-year-old, you're like Jesus. He, just, he fucked did, the whole what, family. What did your parents do? Yeah, every one of these girls. Or treat them, bang, yeah. like the second oldest one went to dance. But this was the fucked up thing. She danced two blocks from my house. Mm. Like within weeks it was out. And you know, you'd be at the fucking liquor store with him waiting for somebody to buy you booze. Mm-hmm. And somebody would come up to you and go, what are you guys doing tonight? Nothing. Let's go down there. Tina's dancing. And Tina was his fucking sister. Yeah. You know what I would feel like? My heart would fucking stop. And there were nights that I heard that he actually went down there and pulled her out of there by her fucking hair and shit. Yeah. There was a couple of incidents with him. He was a good
2: kid. <laughs> I mean, look, I I don't think I was extoked about it, for sure. Right, you weren't jumping up and down and having fun. But look, I know the childhood that we had, you know, and I know I got very little connection, like with any, you know, I didn't have any guidance or connection. So I know she got even less than that, you know. She was, you know, the youngest kid in our family. So, and I didn't feel like I knew her well enough or had enough pull, you know. Emotional connection with her to she wasn't going to listen to me, you know. Yeah. So and, and what am I going to, you know, like? So all I could do was just be supportive, you know. Tell her to make sure she wore a seatbelt when she drove. Make sure she was, you know, walking with people in and out of these clubs. And also, my sister was a smart. She wasn't a fucking putz, you know. She was a smart girl. She still is
1: a smart girl. I wonder what you can make as a fucking. She bought a house. I mean, she bought a beautiful yeah, house out she, in Arizona. That's like it, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's the proof of the pudding. Because if you're fucking smart, and then they get to be fucking slick. Like, when I lived in Seattle, my girlfriend was a fucking half a stripper. She had the mind of, I mean, she's as dumb as a box of rocks. She's a millionaire today. She ended up marrying a Hindu that was 80. He died, the whole fucking deal.
2: The fucking dying Hindu
1: trick. Nice guy, you know, but uh, let me tell you something, man, and I'm man enough to admit it. From fucking ninety five to ninety seven, that girl supported me. Yeah, she was making it bank. Yeah, and I couldn't go up to her and go, "Hey, how did you make this extra two hundred today?" It's none of my fucking business.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, it's none of my fucking business. But I, you know, a lot of people make jokes about strippers, including me. I got the utmost respect for them because it's a deep game.
2: Well, look, I mean, I—it's a deep fucking game, dog. Dude, I hooked up with a stripper in Shreveport that looked like a half of a... What is a minotaur or centaur? What's one that have an animal for the half lower body? I think both of those. Yeah. I think it centaur. This girl looked like a centaur, you know? But she still seemed cool. She was... I swear to God, she had the strongest fucking... She had thighs for calves. She had thighs up top and then also double thighs. No calves, you know? Like just built like a damn fucking... You know, like a, like a squirrel squatch, Just like fucking short thick fucking legs you know all stomach hardly any legs or arms uh but i'll tell you this dude i i notice and here's what i notice i find that comedians are often in we fall in a lot of same circles as like porn stars exotic dancers
1: because there's some similarities yeah no we're broken that the similarities that Somewhere we feel shortened somewhere along the yeah. line. You know? We need some type of immediate acceptance. Like if I, I sit here sometimes at night or not, not here, but many nights I've sat there and said, "Why did I become a comedian?" I mean, did I need attention when I was a kid? My mom was on my ass when I was a kid.
2: Yeah, you but on what? your ass and being lo- and 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 making you feel loved are two different things. No,
1: you know? but it was the same thing. It's not like I sat there and. Uh, you know, fucking, no, 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 no. She yeah. was always, no, that's one thing. I, I lacked the love of a father. Right. You know, so maybe that sparked a guy my brother.
3: But, I mean, do you think that maybe <laughs> she was loving for the first, I think, what, you were 13, 15? 15, 16. So maybe maybe if she had, had lived, you wouldn't have been a comedian. So maybe from the the love that you lost.
1: I always loved performing. When I was a kid I was kind of a musician. Mm-hmm. And then as I got older I did karate but my specialty was the forms and I was really good at doing forms and putting together stupid moves and shit. <laughs> and then I heard stand up comedy and I just thought it was fucking superb and I then I became whatever the fuck I ended up becoming. Yeah. And now we're here. You know, so somewhere I took different elements of that childhood mm-hmm. and I became a stand up comic. Do I drive a fancy car? Do I fucking jump up and down and jiggle for love at this point in my life? You know me a long time, bro. I got my own views. I live my own fucking life. I don't give a fuck about what, you know, directors and producers think. Before you came here, you're a fucking man. And you got to leave here a fucking man. Yeah. If you become what they want you to become, those are the fucking people that, that, they 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 should have never came here. They never should have came here. Yeah, you know, those stories I told last night at the ice house on stage—they're true stories. I told the guy to go fuck himself on the set of this fucking Highline commercial. Mm-hmm. Like I shot this Arby's. What is it again? Are you sure you want me to say it? No. What's the name of the company? Hardee's. Hardee's. Oh, I love Hardee's, bro. What's the name of the cousin to Hardee's? Uh, oh, Carl's Jr. Carl's Jr. So yeah. years ago, bro, I shot three national commercials, three weeks in a row. Like in my 20 years here, that's I, huge. I booked like 10 commercials. But in 2009 or two thousand one one of those years, I booked a fucking three national sprint. Wow. Something else and this Arby's, which was fucking money. Yeah. Because they pay you from both companies and they put money. the ads together. You have no fucking idea, Lee. Dude, I did a shitty
2: internet commercial one time and made 25 grand over three years.
1: Bro, how many Crazy. People, how many people stand in front of a cup with Seven Eleven? Twenty five grand over three years is a gift. Oh, it was cr- I could. Ne- it's a gift. We've I had- couldn't imagine. I thought I was going to make six hundred dollars.
2: You know, I could never imagine that would have made that much money over that time.
1: Oh yeah, and they give you a little. I told Lee for a year now. Lee, stop this shit. Go get your head shots. Go give that guy yeah. $200. Go to Aqua. Tell him you want to go out for commercials. Jesus Christ. Man. Right. I would make do make put it? you in some shit. Hershey no kisses, snacks or anything, anything that people eat and jumping up and down games yeah. with a jersey on. You're, what a dude. You know, you, you're a zombo-looking motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you could be the friend that's you're sitting right. on the got <laughs> of chips, bro. You're a the dip guard. dog.
2: Guarding the condiments, dude, or fucking sitting there with some pussy on your leg.
1: It's I the, love that. The, the, that the, the sounds commercial. great. somebody yeah. told that. Yeah, like he he started started to me. The that. Somebody yeah. said to me that they stop going out for theater and they just focus on commercial. And I was like, you know what? I think it's time for Uncle Joey to get a commercial agent again. Yeah, because I'm going to book a mafia commercial once a year, or a cook, or a chef, or a pizza guy, or a garbage man. Yeah. If you don't, if you're not in the game, you're never going to book the game. Yeah. I signed with a chick, and a week later, I get paperwork. I got to put my bank account information on there. And I go, what do you need my bank account information for? She goes, well, if we ever need to get that, 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 you got to take that off the contract. Papa just gives you a name and a headshot. Go to work, bitch. (laughs) And then we'll worry about fucking bank information, social security numbers. (laughs) Suck my dick. I got to give you a credit report. Who the fuck are you? Let me see your credit report, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking people. The audacity of these people. people. Where's Tony Bennett, cocksucker? Hey, fucking people, let me see your fucking credit report. Animals, bro. Let me see your fucking credit report. <laughs> let me see your... Fucking balls on people.
0: I want to be around.
2: Oh, he sounds good,
1: huh?
0: To pick up the pieces. <laughs> when somebody wow. breaks your
1: heart. I don't know why every time I fight, you think that candle's gonna save you.
0: You use it like a shield of death. That candle bro, could block like the whips Zelda. out of my asshole. It's like if you had 15 like candles,
1: right? <laughs> my asshole would sink the whole candle factory. Like, oh who will swear this was chicken Florentine that my wife made for lunch. This
2: song? To do yeah. Oh, that food. <laughs> Yeah, man, I've been eating some plants recently, so I ain't even been having any gas, man. What? I farted the other day and forgot that I hadn't farted in a long time. See, that's the number one thing I think I'm going to miss when I die, bro. Farting, probably. And looking at horses. Nah, you... I, thought, I thought veggies made you fart all the time. Not me, man.
1: You're clean. You're sober. You look good. You're going to shoot a special. What do you want to do? I think we're going to do one with Showtime. We'll see. If not, dog, listen. You see that album right there? That's uh what's his name? He sold he sold a bunch of those. And you know what, bro? You get yourself Lee, you throw Lee a couple dimes, we put together a little team, you take it to the Irvine Improv, we blow it up on a few podcasts. Do it at Ice House. And you do two shows. It doesn't matter. Material is material, and guess who owns the material and who's got the money on fucking iTunes? Yeah. You do, and you monitor it. And you know what? This whole business is media anyway. How many people have free internet, and how many people have Showtime? Let's let's take a fucking vote. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So if it's gonna be Showtime, you're gonna say yourself for Showtime. Fuck it. You know what? Let me go. Let me put a fucking hour You put pictures in there. You lighting Kate's asshole on fire. Yeah. You with your buddies at the Comedy Store Wall we'll come down and support you. Do it on the night when we're all in town. People rather have that and a fucking CD. And guess what? You're the Captain Kirk of the Enterprise, and you run it. Because you know these people are going to listen to you at work and laugh their ass off. Yeah. More than they're going to tap into Showtime Go and all Yeah, this I shit. agree. You're making them go to places they ain't there. And you know what? They love you to death, but, ah, he went to Showtime. Fuck him. Yeah. I'll go to somebody who's on iTunes for $2.52, and I can listen to it at work and giggle. And what about the video? Could we also put the video on iTunes, you think, Lee? Yeah, absolutely. You can do whatever the fuck you want. With the video, I'd rather you control it. I'd rather you pay yeah, that's the... that's what I think. Well, pay, I, I, pay the G-note, let them get the video, and then pay another number, and let them get a, a G-note, and uh, let them get the video, and the behind the scenes with Lee and us, and... Smoking reefer, and you going home and showing your father's grave, and you bowing. and Yeah, let's go show me the camp where your sister stripped the first time. And, and low key, let's go see what they're doing today. That low ceiling, dude. They're, they're developing a bunch of surface strippers. <laughs> oh, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Da, 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 da. Batman, suck my dick, suck they're my They're all doing ass, that. What's that? Batman, Batman. Like my you? pussy, <laughs> lick my dick. <day>, Batman,
2: what were some of your Halloween costumes when you were young, dude? Both what the fuck guys, is this, I wanna Jeopardy? Know. How the no, fuck I don't want to
1: know? know, man. One of them was probably Batman. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't even have a fucking... A Boy Scout couldn't even be next to me because those in those days you were flammable as fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. When I was a kid, people used to light on fire on Halloween. All the time. For no fucking <laughs> reason,
0: though. <laughs> Boof! Yeah, yeah.
1: You go to school on a Tuesday, and the next day they come in yeah. with bandages <laughs> yeah. and a jar full of Vaseline and no eyebrows. What happened to you? Were you lighting people on fire? No. No. Just a wild night, dude. Listen, if a car was driving, okay? People don't spontaneously combust. Oh, yes, they did. By those suits. They They were were made by some material. Kerosene. Dog, this shit was blowing up. So let's say you were walking with me, you... Theo, mm-hmm. we got a couple idiots with ten. We're walking across the street with our little fucking. There's people who made costumes, yeah. But then there were parents who bought them. They came in a box and they came with a mask, mask. up on top of the fucking. And the mask thing. would cut your fucking skin. Yeah, open. the mask would cut your skin. It was like razor blades. It was for tough kids. Yeah. And then the suit you were gonna live when your mom gave you that suit. She signed up <laughs> for Liberty National Insurance <laughs> <laughs> because let me say let me put it to this way, Lee. You're crossing the street. You got the hand that goes like this, you know. Right. Right? But at that first light, there's a car. And by mistake, it's like a, like a 1966 Chevelle. If it backfires, you're going up in yeah. flames. You know what I'm
2: saying? Dude, they had some textiles going around our area that had kerosene. And I wish, Lee, I was lying had
1: Kerosene to you. in the cloth. Yeah. You were burn. He would burn up Every in Christmas, you see a group of kids, one of them oh. with like a flash suit, a yeah. Batman. You're like, that kid's not going to school tomorrow. Yeah. Somewhere along the line, those poor <laughs> bastards were fucking combust. Chevy Blazers would always
2: do a fire-off, too, at the end, you know? My uncle used to get out and run <coughs> back to the back of the car, and it would go off, and he would act like it shot him, you know, and he'd fall on the ground. Because a lot of those cars were backfire. And they had a lot of clothing back in our area. Somebody was making bad clothing and had kerosene in it. And kids were fucking getting... uh adults too a lot of adult men we were smokers were getting fucking up.
1: hilarious I forgot all about those oh fucking uh, remember the take, boxes I forgot about the you box. forgot about the box they, and they had all different sizes all different colors and they were called take your chance Halloween make it a real Anything. Halloween Mickey you know, Rooney it's like was, I told Lee yeah. the other days people want to get scared you want to be Halloween Shove a dick in your ass and get a mirror in front of your face and look at your reflection <laughs> okay. of your mouth open. You'll be scared. Right? How is this company more, around for more than one year? They went to states where they endorsed fucking... Oh, uh, the they yeah. endorsed fucking... Uh, what do you call those people? They uh, endorsed flama- flammable people. Yeah. Uh-huh. They endorsed... Jugglers, like, wizards. Yeah, like you took your... <laughs>
2: Dude, they had a girl in our neighborhood, dude. She put that mask on and her head was so big, it would, like, smash her face into, like, a shape of, like, a cookie, right? And it would take three days. Even after she took the mask off, it would take, like, three days for her fucking face to go
1: back to form, bro. I'm going to fucking pass out. She looked guys. like Mickey That's Rooney, dude. This girl oh, looked like fucking Mickey me. Rooney, oh, my bro. My, I, I, yeah, I told you, when I was growing up, you were growing up. Every day you lived for your... your You struggle for your life, whether you're rich or not. Because those are the kids who bought those little half-a-fag suits. Mm -hmm. Were those kids that had the flammable fucking Batman suits and shit. The kids that just put like I put a sheet on my head one year, and yeah, you know, whatever. Everybody's a fucking ghost. I'm a loser. <laughs> one year I was a garbage man. One year I was a fucking <laughs> abortion. You know, I'm a fucking Stunan. But yeah, you put a sheet over your head with a fucking hanger around your neck. A nun. You know, like a fucking moron. Yeah, like an Italian nun. Yeah, so that that's what you know. <laughs> so that was the fucking story. I dressed up. For, I, I probably got dressed up fucking four times in fifty-four fucking years. Yeah, I wasn't a big Halloween dude. That dressing up shit scares me. <laughs> yeah, this week scares the shit out of me. Really? Fucking Wednesday's Dia de Muertos, dude. I, I went Tuesday's this weekend to Hollywood Saints Forever Day. Cemetery. Yeah, you people, you people do it the white way. You go up there, you think somebody's gonna come out with a boo mask on. I think I go deep into the voodoo world. You know what yeah. I saying? Yeah, I go deep. I light like candles. I put a cigar out. I'll probably put some Cuban food out for these fucking spirits this week and drum them crazy. I got some guineas on there I got to take care of. I got to get a meatball for them from Rails or something. (laughs) (laughs) I got some Irish people. I got to put a shot of whiskey out for them. You got the altar. You got to have the fucking fucking altar for Uh your people who fucking kept you alive over the years. Dude, a lot of... I got Balzano, Rego, Dominic Special. I got fucking... uh, Jesus, my mother, my father, my godmother, I got Zoraida, my stepfather, he could burn in hell. I don't give a fuck about oh, that. Oh, come cow. on, like, dude. Yeah, I don't toast him for dick anymore. I used to toast him. Get him like, a donut fucking, or something. You can just toast so many people. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I got people dying left and right. I got Ralphie now. I got to get a picture of Ralphie and put like a fucking jalapeno papa <laughs> out of respect for that fucking <laughs> cocksucker left me here with these fucking Gentiles. cow. <laughs> oh, I had a rough time okay. after the other night's podcast because he showed up to the office the other night, Wednesday night. Yeah. We, so heard, the, we heard the horn go. Bah, 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 bah. We, we, we were talking about him. Bah, 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 bah. We were talking about him. I go, You know who gave us that, Lee? That speaker? He gave it to me. Wow. Look how long ago it was. It was by that company that you get a magazine. Sharper <sharp image. Sharper oh, image. Oh, yeah. I got that at yeah. my house in a box. I didn't even know what the fuck it was. I go, Honey, I got this in the mail. I don't even know. She goes, Ralph, he sent the tea. It's an iPad, iPod charger. I still got the, I'm so old school, I still got that iPod. I brought that here because the speakers are sensational. And right as we were talking about it, you felt like a little breeze. And all of a sudden I could feel, I could just remember him. He was just there three fucking weeks ago, four weeks ago, sitting there. And the fucking Mexican fruit guy came and he goes, ba 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 ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. And Ralphie always would go, "Ping a papaya, ping a papaya," for years. Ralphie's been saying that shit whenever you play that. That and do yeah. First of all,
3: everything he said is exactly how it went down. But also, we're here every night. That truck, that that sound is never here. That wow. sound is never it, it's, here.
1: It's always it. We came by to say goodbye. That's reality, guys. Yeah. They stick around for thirty days. They just don't go into fucking the next image. They want to see your friends one last time and touch it. And listen, bro, I had a friend, Jimmy Burkle, that I loved. And I I'll never forget know. getting a call from him on that Friday. He was in the hospital already. And he was like, "Cooks, what's happening? And I could tell in his voice he was done. He had fought, he would wrestle with cancer mm. for two years. Mm. And i yeah. never forget getting a call that Sunday saying he died Sunday morning. And fucking, he was saying goodbye, man. When Carmine Balzano died, I missed his call when i called him back he was dead wow a day later frankie called he goes yeah your phone you just called him he must have just gone to the bathroom got up and died of a heart attack damn they call you to say goodbye everybody says goodbye believe it or not they all say goodbye in their own way and if you talk to people who've had somebody die recently Mm -hmm. give them 30 days they give you a signal before they leave just to let you know that they got you back it's the weirdest thing about life. Mm. Yeah, I believe that, man. Mm. They'll give you, and I know it sounds crazy. I'm talking about flat so. earth and whatever. I'm talking about the spiritual world. I was raised in it, so I get it. I believe that my dad opened up a lot of doors for me and closed a lot of doors. I was there a lot of nights, man, when I had a lot of choices to run. And I always made the right choice. And not, I wouldn't be in this fucking chair. Something makes you make the right choice. Yeah. Something something everything in life sometimes you ever you ever watch that voice the, the movie the shining yeah the shining when Scatman brothers talks to a little boy and he explains to him that everybody hears that voice that, mm-hmm. that's called this sh- you don't remember that i don't remember that part i
2: gotta no. go watch it again i only seen it one time because i put saved a lot sh- of movie. put
1: on the shining Scatman Brothers talks to a little boy yeah and you'll see you got 15 minutes we gotta get you out of here so we'll end you with a bang you traveling play what am I doing me in my world brother you're gonna be one of the next fucking top fucking comics in this country and I tell you this as your older brother and I got no jealousy I I wish you all you stay on the right track tell your agent to push you out for more movies and TV yeah stop fucking around if you wanna be a host go somewhere else go to Germany and host Nazi videos and make real money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I, I appreciate it,
2: man. You, you always are so supportive, your man. You're your fucking agent. You
1: sending you out to acting to build your little acting resume. Yeah. You're going to stay on the road to your nineties, 90, so you might as well take a gamble. You're going to look at the paycheck from the acting and go, why am I doing this, Uncle Joey? Because they might like you and they might use you six times this winter and it's not a lot of money but now you're building credibility and next year NBC thinks, thinks of you for this new fireman show they're looking for a handsome guy from the south and bang there you go old Jed's a millionaire so now what do you shoot 10 episodes are you going to get rich not really but you got comedy and you're building and you got your podcast and you got twitter you're very fun you know it all comes at you. Yeah, I know you're on the road killing. I hear people fucking love you. You know what I'm saying? Staying busy, man. You got you to figure. We got to figure out how to get them in on Thursday night to suck your little nutsack. That's what I'm saying, bro. Because I'm bringing my nuts. I, I see you at the store. I see you at the store. Yeah, put that on the you top on. Of... You never saw this, did you, Lee? I, yeah, I did. No, you didn't, cocksucker. I, I don't lie don't lie to him, him, Lee. How come you don't tell your girlfriend to watch this here. scary
2: shit? Is that Arsenio? It is. It <clears throat> is, Lee. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. It was this haircut.
0: Do you know how I knew your name was Doc? You know what I'm talking about, don't you? I can remember
1: when I was a little boy. My grandmother and I could hold conversations entirely without ever opening our mouths. She called it shining. Mm. And for a long time, I thought it was just the two of us that had the shine to us. Just like you probably thought you was the only one. But there are other folks, though mostly they don't know it or don't believe it. Oh, this white kid doesn't trust him, huh? No, he knows what the fuck he's saying because nobody talks How his long you kid like
0: to him like that. Why don't you want to talk about it? I'm not supposed to. Who said you ain't supposed to? Tony. Hmm. Who's Tony?
3: is a little boy that loves my mouth.
1: Damn. Nope. nope. Is Tony the one that Damn. tells you
0: things? Yes. How does he tell you things? It's like I go to sleep and he shows me things. But when I wake up, I can't remember if Mm.
1: What's the matter? Lee turn it off. He's getting nervous. Yeah. This, when you were a kid, everybody has an imaginary friend.
3: No, no. That friend
1: is an ancestor talking to you. You're talking to your ancestor. You never even know it. Yeah. You don't even need to go on ancestry.com. Yeah. And, and as you grow up, you build that's your confidence, man. Yeah. It's kind of weird. It's a weird fucking thing because I see it now with Mercy. When I talk to her, she's four and fucking. She's gonna be five in two months. And, you see uh, the whole thing, you know what I'm saying? What's the matter, You don't like those type of movies? No, I don't like those type of movies. It makes you nervous?
3: Yeah, well, they play that fucking music to make you nervous. Yeah. And then it's talking about fucking craziness. Yeah, I, I don't they, like that at
2: all. I but be- even back then, race relations
1: wasn't that good, even if you watch that fucking video. You know what I'm That's saying? That's a great fucking movie. And that movie—that's a real movie because it scares the fuck out of you without scaring the fuck out of you. Yeah, that's a that's a real director right there. That's a film that you know they'll watch generations in film school and go, "How did he scare you without scaring you? He doesn't fuck with you till the end." Who's the director of that? I think it's got to be Stephen King. Stephen King. Yeah, he's, he's the master no, disaster. Stephen King is the writer. Whatever um, the fuck. You know what I'm saying, Tuck Sucker. Could have been Kubrick. Got I don't could on have out. been one of those crazy motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Where are you going to be New Year's Eve? I Me? Mean, nowhere, man. You still open? I got
2: one set. Yeah, I got one. <coughs> I'm going to be in Huntsville, Alabama in November 16th, 18th,
1: and
2: 19th. And you then, fly into fucking Nashville? You
1: have to fly into Nashville? I don't know yet. You have to fucking look. I think you have to fly into Nashville and connect. And get a rental car. I heard that. Yeah, that's why. Right. If you have to get a rental car, I don't know if I'm going to Huntsville. I might just get one. I got family down there. so Yeah, I don't like driving those fucking distances when I don't know where the fuck
2: I'm going. Yeah, it's probably about a three-hour drive, I'm guessing, from one of the big airports. Yeah, that's fucked
1: up. So get right so an airport and we'll shit.
2: You know, I can uh, the fucking Lexington. They got an airport. <laughs> oh, I like but, Lexington. I love Lexington. That club's great, right? it still got the leak in the ceiling the over there The no?
1: club is great. The food is
0: great. <laughs> yeah, Next door
1: to the fucking town is beautiful, yeah. man. It's you a know? cool town. People think
2: it's not, man. No, man. It's diverse. It's, it's
1: cool. It's hip. Man. Me and my wife been thinking about a lot of things. And that's, I love that's it. You Get you some life. horses out there. I like the fucking South, man. I still want to raise my daughter in some place where it's fucking normal. Yeah. Mental state Nashville's
2: good, man. I mean, I think Ralphie was on to something with Nashville. Nashville's no, a beautiful I place. I know that Ralphie was definitely onto to something. A million dollars, you get you a beautiful place out there. And you're in and out
1: of there. A yeah. Million, a million dollars. For a million dollars out there, that comes with two butlers. One of them is naked. Yeah. <laughs> One of them rubs you down, sticks a finger in your ass, wipes mm. your ass. You got a bell in your bathroom. Can yeah. you imagine having a bell in your bathroom and somebody comes in without a fucking mask on? And just wipes your face like a soldier, with a smile on their face. Without a fucking mask. <laughs> have you seen? Have you seen the 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 YouTube video of Lee in outer space? Have you seen it yet? Uh, uh, uh. Lee, put it on for your boy, just so you can take a look at this thing. <laughs> this can't is, handle it When he first saw it, he said, There goes my job career.
3: Well, yeah, well, I have my whole full name in it. I'm going to get some.
1: <laughs> who, yeah, who gives a fuck? What do you mean,
3: who gives a fuck? Go about a muscle yeah, listen, hamster,
1: bro. Listen, you're 29. Snoop Dogg became a legend from smoking Snoop dunk. Dogg never had a video like Dude, this come out. Yes, he
2: did. <laughs> 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 bro, you're the fucking human pectoral, bro. You are one
1: of the funniest dudes around lee yeah, I fucking listen, Yeah, you Lee, are, Lee. You're an angel, bro. I picked you from the fucking choir. From right? the depths, bro. Because I knew it. I looked at you, and I knew you were shy, the whole fucking deal. And I knew you just needed somebody to push you over the cliff. And you're changing. You're growing up. Let me up. fucking give some shout-outs right here to my buddy. My, hold on. My brother, Matt Holmeyer, having a hard time over there putting the pieces together. Dennis Hyde, my little brother and nephew, Bob Lingus, Nikki Campus Life, Mickey Chaps, Holla Z Alex, Nikki Shades, Fat Chris Blowchair, and Kaylee. You know, I love you motherfuckers. Don't forget the Funny Bone, Omaha, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And don't forget I told you this one. Don't forget I told you Gotham, four shows, me and Dean Del Rey, mm. Friday the 10th and Saturday 11th. Don't fuck around. Anyway... You got any dates to promote, my brother? I got dropping Drop this. one on me. Drop one on these people. This is the church. I got it, baby. They want to see you, baby boy. Let's do this shit. Coming this to shit. confess, baby. I got November 16th uh, through the 19th at Stand Up Live in Huntsville, Alabama. There you go, right there. Come on and support this Sabbath. Let them know you're part of the church. Don't dose him; He's family. Yeah, keep it low. and i mean in Calgary, if got, if December got, 1st. If you got an AA book, give it to him go ahead
2: underline the evils what hit me where it hurts and then you're in and, calgary uh, and i'm in calgary december 1st and i got um and i got my podcast this past weekend that you can check out um
1: when you're done checking out joey for you comics that are struggling with any addiction think about this young man hit he me stopped, up he he took over he banged the fucking stripper in a cab and he changed his life he went to church he met a friend they went together and look at him, 18 months. He looks good. He's still funny. Feeling a lot of people good. think if I if I stop getting drunk, my friends won't like me at the open mic. Then you need new fucking friends. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? This is it right here. And in, be yourself. And, and he did it in the major leagues. If you're in the minor leagues and you're having a hard time, just think of fucking this fucking savage. He did it and stuck to it. This is a handsome guy. If I look like him, I'd be having threesomes every night. Oh, man. One eight ball. Every hour on the hour from 10 <laughs> to 12. Oh, dude. Drop it off in the fucking mail slot. You know what I'm saying? I'd beat my own ass Hold on to the dog. I don't want to meet the eight ball. It'd be that type of party. What else, dog? Anything else you want to drop? Not much, one? man. I Put just this love out. you. Watch, look at the I love you look and I appreciate you. I got a scoop, too. Look at this fucking beauty right, this right here. Look at this. Animal. Look at this mean, Molly. 89? No. A- 89? Look at the guy playing the ad drums and Lee just panics. Look at him.
2: (laughs) That's Lee panicking right there.
1: No, no, not yet. Uh, He can't handle it. Not yet. yet. He's moving around. He's (laughs) fidgeting. Oh my god. (laughs) Lee's He takes a breath of fresh air. He oh, looked. he bumped
0: him. He bumped him.
1: Oh, Lee, man. Look at Paul Lee again. <laughs> <laughs> now he's coming to kind of. He looks He Fuck looks yeah, at the <laughs> eye.
2: <laughs> Lee's fucking Buzz Aldrin out there, brother. Oh, you made my day, Lee. Every time oh. I see you, you make my day, Lee. Look at Paul
1: Oh my god. <laughs> we told him as Lisa. <laughs> I gotta go. I, gotta I love you with all my door. heart,
2: my brother. Love you too, man. You know
1: the gate, how to get out, right? Yeah, the
2: thank you for everything. Thing. Lee, thank you so much, man. Love you, buddy. Love you too, man. Be good at it. You're doing a good job.
1: You know, I love you, motherfucker. Hold on. Gang, you're gonna run out of here. Can yeah, actually, 10 15, I realized I did. No, 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 bro. Go do your thing. Send them my I'm love. I Thank you for coming by. You know I love you. Same I'm here, proud buddy. Of you. You're doing your fucking thing. Well, look, I appreciate the support. If you ever need
2: anything
1: from me, I'm here for you. Come on, dog. You, you know your food fucking food family here. Like this is how we do it on the fucking church on a beautiful Monday. That's how you start off a fucking Monday, people. Amen. You people are gonna wake up today, you were feeling hoop doop de doop. I had a long weekend. I took my kid listen, it's fucking hard work. We all know what we signed up for. I'm working more hard. I'm working harder at fifty-four. They went and leave the door open, then when I was a fucking burglar. You know what I'm saying? When I was a burglar, life was fucking easy. Now I got to get up every morning and really steal with three fucking hands. So, like I said before, think of the, uh, this poor bastard. He used to be out seven nights a week in the Hollywood game. Look at him. He's sober. He looks fucking great. He's always got a story for you. And that's the way we fucking do it here in the church, what's happening now. Before you get out of here. Let me read you something real quick. Let me tell you about a little something. And then we'll get you the fuck out of here. Tip top. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna hold you up. There's a bunch of podcasts you wanna listen to. Who the fuck am I? Who the fuck am I? Anyway. Like I told you at the beginning of the fucking show, all right? There's not a lot of things I like and I believe in. Lee was on it. I was on it. You know, Lee really. Stuck to it for a long time. I mean, he still. I think he just got another shipment of blue.
3: Another shipment coming, and my dad does it every week.
1: The dad still lives on it. You're single. You don't want to shop. You listen. Four days a week, you go on Blue Apron. Three days a week, it comes to your house, right to your door. You pull it in. You take it out of the box. In there comes all the all the stuff you need to make the recipe. They give you a card with how to do it. And each meal, come on, forty minutes, fifty minutes. You take a shower and bam, your meal is settled. You're ready to go. That's what Blue Apron's all about because you choose from a variety of new recipes each week or you let Blue Apron's culinary team surprise you. Recipes are not repeated within a year, so you'll never, ever, ever get bored. You customize your recipes each week based on your preferences. So Blue Apron has several delivery options so you can choose what fits your needs. And there's no weekly commitment so you only get deliveries when you want them each meal listen comes with a step-by-step easy to follow recipe card proportioned ingredients and can be prepared in 40 minutes or less do you hear that 40 minutes or less blue aprons freshness guarantee promises that every ingredient in your delivery arrives ready to cook or they'll make it right check out this month's menu they got sweet pepper chicken with bok choy and rice. Do you know how to make bok choy? No, you don't. This is your opportunity to learn. You ready for this one? Black bean and cheese tortas, Jesus. With roasted broccoli and lime sour cream. Do you know how to make that? No, you don't. How about this? How about listen to? Shrimp and pesto fettuccine with spinach. There's a 30-minute meal. And a customer's favorite, seared chicken, roasted fall vegetables with caper butter, pan sauce. There you're sitting there. What am I going to have for dinner? Blue Apron. That's what you're going to have for dinner. Here's what I'm going to do for you with savages. Why do you think you hang out with Uncle Joey? Because I'm some some mook from the other side? No. Because I'm hooking you up, savage. Okay? I told you, check out this week's menu, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to get you $30 off your first meal. And that's going to come to your house free shipping. Did I tell you that already? Free shipping. You go to BlueApron.com slash Joey. Check out the menu. You're going to love how good it tastes. You're going to love how good it feels. And you're going to love to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. So don't wait right now. You, you want to save money? BlueApron.com slash Joey. It's a better way to cook. BlueApron.com. You're going you're gonna to tweet me and go, Joey, I'm living like a doctor over here. Number two, listen. Thanksgiving's coming. You've been single for a long time. You don't smell. You got a nice job. You got a little bit of credit. You know, you owe your father 2000 but who cares? You know, you're waiting for him to punch the ticket anyway. You want to look good. You want to feel comfortable. That's how come you got to have me undies? MeUndies makes feel-good undies your butt will be proud to wear. They'll be the most comfortable pair of underwear you'll ever own. And to check it out yourself, go to MeUndies.com slash Joey with tons of styles and patterns from camouflages to to polka dots. You choose from both men and women. MeUndies will have the perfect fit for you or your personality. You follow me? The MeUndies feeling is unmatched. Because they're naturally soft fabric that is three times softer than cotton. Now, for a limited time only, check out me on these first ever glow-in-the-dark print. Joey, what are you talking about? Glow-in-the-dark print. Joey, you must be kidding me. Glow-in-the-dark print. Lights out. Why not update your underwear drawer and glow at the same time? Can you imagine? You meet a girl in your dreams. You meet her on that tender stuff. You come out of the bathroom. You got go on the dark underwear. It's dark with a candle on. Who who's talking about Halloween here? Meundies. That who? And if underwear isn't your thing, Meundies always makes the softest socks in the world. Listen, like I told you for years, I've been using Meundies, especially when I go to jujitsu. Especially when I have short time. Why? Because it's hot out, and you want to have laminka nice and soft. Correct the mundo. Correct the mundo. So what happens is you don't have no moisture down there. You know, you don't smell like a billy goat. It draws away from everybody and everybody's happy. Go to MeUndies. Give them a try. What I'm going to do for you is this. I'm going to get you 20% off the best and softest underwear and socks you'll ever own. Free shipping and 100% satisfaction guaranteed from your Uncle Joey. It's the holidays, bitches. Go to MeUndies.com slash Joey right now. That's MeUndies.com. 20% off the best and softest underwear and socks you'll ever own. Free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash Joey. Stay black. Thank you very much to my main man, Theo Vaughn, who had to do a spot at the Comedy Store. But thank you very much for you savages. We'll be back Tuesday or Wednesday. I haven't made up my mind. But if I don't talk to you, happy Halloween, you bad motherfuckers. And I want to thank my main man, the main Christ killer of life, my little brother, Lee Syatt, for always showing up and dropping knowledge. on love you, buddy. And his Uncle Joey. And that's it, and that's that. I want to thank Blue Apron one more time. I want to thank MeUndies. I want to thank you motherfuckers for listening. I'm going to drop a little something on you from Willie Cologne, Hector Laveau, uh, off the album, uh, not Cave... K- whatever. it crime pays, blast this motherfucker, Lee. I love you, cocksuckers. See you guys in Omaha, Nebraska or the following week at Gotham. Cool.